Hello, hello, lovely listeners. Welcome, welcome. This is the first ever episode of Rhythm and Soul. I hope you guys know that I have spelled rhythm so many times incorrectly. And I hope by at least episode five of this podcast, I will finally be able to spell rhythm correctly. Well, if you're listening, you probably could see from the description of this podcast that I will be talking about K-pop. Yes, I have been a K-pop stan since the late 2018, and I am still stuck here, <laughs> enjoying K-pop and all the music it's opened me to. Uh, I wanted to start a podcast because I have a lot of thoughts about the music and everything that goes on and the 240 characters on Twitter do not give me the opportunity to talk about it enough you know I want to be able to talk about it more and have more of a discussion because I talk a lot obviously to have a podcast you have to be like to listen to yourself speak and I do so oh uh more about myself I'm 20 years old I'm in college I stay in a lot of groups I enjoy a lot of music, and I eventually want more people to be on the podcast, which I will talk about at the end in the wrap-up, but I'm really excited for this and really decided, excited to create something and share with other people. So yeah, we're just going to go through different sections. I don't know how these sections, if they're going to stay the same, if I want to structure it differently, but we're going to get in there. So let's go to the first section. This section of the podcast, I'm thinking of naming In the Booth. And then it's going to be where I review new K-pop releases and just say what I think about them. Um, First, we're going to talk about Shiny, the Kings, which is why this episode is named Return of the Kings, because they do not miss. So here is a clip of Shiny's new song, Don't Call Me. that's gonna make you jump that's gonna make you do something okay shiny really did something with don't call me i really liked it uh, a lot of people talk about the fact that they were doing the woo in the choreo and then some people were being like oh we're gonna make a tiktok challenge it's like bro it already was yeah it, it's already a dance so hold your horses um but i really liked the music video i didn't know what i was expecting from their comeback Because obviously I'm not going to try to sit here and say that I know all of Shiny's discography and I'm just like, I know everything they make. But there are certain songs that you hear and you like, you think this is a Shiny song. Like when people heard Superhuman by NCT, they said, oh, this sounds like a Shiny song. And I think usually it's just because they're laced with something that you can't describe. And there's also really good vocals. Obviously you're going to think Shiny. But like, I don't listen, I can admit and say I don't listen to that much Shiny other than Replay and Sherlock. Those are the main ones I would know Shiny from. There, of course, there's like 
Ring Ding Dong and Lucifer. But I really don't listen to those, to be honest. I listen to Replay a lot. I think that's a classic. And I listen to Sherlock sometimes because I just love the vibe of that song. But uh, Don't Call Me is really good. I love the music video. I liked a lot of their outfits. Um, Minho really stood out to me. Like, I don't know what... I always thought he was, like, attractive. But he looked really good in that music video. I could not describe it. I lost my mind. I haven't listened to the album yet because I'm being... There's so much music that's coming out right now that I'm just behind. So, eventually, I do want to listen to the album. It has a lot of people on Twitter were talking about, oh, the album's really good. Like, all the songs are really good. Any of them could have been a title track. So, eventually, I think I'll dive into the album. But I just haven't yet. So... The next song we're going to talk about is Sunmi's Tale. concepts and execute them all well like ugh. this one was really good when i saw the teasers i was shocked like the cats in the red i was like oh my gosh what like what are we doing where are we going with this because i was so excited and then the video came out and i was like i felt like something shivered down my spine because she was doing what i wanted to see someone do to just do a concept that's not just like a dark concept you could tell like it was influenced by catwoman and you could tell like they went for it the whole beautiful the the video is beautiful and the choreo is so amazing the way the dancers are tails behind her and the way she just is she encompasses like the felineness of it you know it was so good I don't know how she does it, how she just keeps spitting out bop after bop and beautiful concept after beautiful concept. I heard, I cannot confirm this, I didn't look it up again, that the same choreographer that did Monster also did Tail, which makes sense to me because it had the same feeling of building a story, not just for the music video and being like, oh, the concept for this music video was XYZ. But having the choreo also telling a story, and I really like that. I like that in Monster, and I really like that even more in this choreo. With the tail and just the amount of people they would have on stage with her. And it was just beautiful again and again. The song is also very good. I keep listening to it. It gives me the femme fatale, I don't know if I pronounced that right. That aspect of like just being in like a not evil woman but just doing whatever you want free doing whatever you want doesn't care if it's good or bad and i really like that because that's the vibe catwoman gives especially the batman returns catwoman that is so powerful to me and i loved it and somebody's able to do that because she is not just a wonderful dancer and singer she's also a performer she can give that visual through her face like i can't explain it it's so good the next song we're going to listen to is The Boys Breaking Down, which is their Japanese release, which, let's see. 
Breaking down. I see. 어둠을 가는 순간. Breaking down. breaking down i this video looks so good i don't know who does their uh who's like their creative director but from stealer to this one i haven't really seen like a lot of their past uh discography i haven't really dove into it yet i plan to but the way their videos look it's just they're beautiful videos the their outfits they have a good stylist they're able, and they also do so many different looks they're willing to like go there you know i don't know all the members name yet i think it's eric who has like the the pink hair with the black streaks in it oh my god they always their style is that they're just they're willing to go there and just do things that and this looks so good you know i can't describe i can't describe it i am describing it but i just I love whoever their creative director is. I love their stylist. The beautiful, the music video is so beautiful. The sets were beautiful. I really like the chorus of the song. It's not. It wasn't catchy to me, but I didn't need it to be catchy. It was just good, and I enjoyed the song. I didn't like. I was just like, I don't really know what their sound is yet. I haven't really listened to all their music yet, but I really love the song. The next song I'm gonna talk about is. Goddamn by I am or Chin Kyun of Monstex. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Give me some direction. I'm not sure. Think I'm drunk. Pour more. Goddamn it, I like it. Pretty good, can't be shaken. Yeah. I don't need a need a need a need a Give me shot to over everything. Goddamn. he did that i really liked goddamn i didn't i kind of knew what style he was gonna go for of it was kind of like melodic and trappy i liked the song i haven't listened to all the album yet again i'm being flooded and overwhelmed with the amount of music that's releasing right now so i haven't had the chance to listen to the whole album uh, i'm really proud of him for putting out more music and just just wonderful a good song uh i I didn't know what I was expecting. I I can't say that I didn't know what I was expecting. I kind of was expecting it. But I didn't expect this to be, you know, his title track. Because it's more, it's like slow and just like, I don't know what I was expecting. Next, we're going to talk about Wanho's Lose that just came out. Don't wanna talk, don't wanna fight, don't wanna play. I can't get over you. Just wanna watch it take a mile. I can go on forever about this song. One host said that this song was going to be more dark and sexy than Open Mind, which I was surprised why. And I was like, hmm, how will he make a song that is more sexy than Open Mind? Because Open Mind had 
it was a very sexy song. It was like disco and it was about, you know, like, ooh, like we're going to be together, girl, and all that. And it was very, I want to say like 80s, I don't really want to say 80s, but it was like synth, you know, Daft Punk, Rip Daft Punk, we'll miss you. They're not dead, sorry, not Rip Rip, but like Rip, they said they're not going to make music together. Anyway, back to Wanho. Um, Open Mind was like synth and kind of 80s vibe and was serving that. So when he said it was darker and sexier, I was like, where do we go? How do we get sexier than what we just did? But, oh, Lose is so good because it's more of a heartbreak song. And it's about, like, he's going to lose his, like, he knows that he can't fight this feeling. He's going to, he can't do it, you know? And the song is so good. I'm like, I can't even just, I didn't know what I was going to expect. And I, we got the teaser for it. It was like a heavy bass. I liked it, but I was more, I was so worried that this song was going to be like noise music, but not in a good way. Because it was just, the teaser had just so much of that bass that comes in. Not, yeah, more at the end had that. And I was like, is this whole song going to be like EDM chop up? But I should have just put my hands, just just put me in Wanho's hands, I mean. Put my trust in his hands. And been like, they know what they're doing. The music video beautiful i i like it only had a couple sets but it was so good the water was beautiful i he had his uh first stage last night when this is recorded it's being recorded on the 26th friday the 26th and i haven't watched it yet because i've i'm in college i have things to do but i will watch the so i can see the full choreo but i already know the choreo is going to be wonderful he always is able to dance beautifully and um sing beautifully at the same time he's a great dancer so i'm excited for that and i'm just i can talk more about the whole album because i did listen to this whole album so uh devil was another song on the album and it was a like soft r&b song but it also had that like kind of like cyber like hyper pop i don't know how i don't think it's not hyper pop i won't say that but if you ever listen to like fk twigs what she she can have a song where she's like you know telling all her heartbreak and everything and you will you will feel it you know like you feel all her pain but she does this thing where she like distorts audio that i think is beautiful and he did that in devil and i think devil really shows out how much of a good singer Wanho is. People often are like, we never hear you guys, like, we never hear Wanho fans talking about, you know, his vocals, blah, blah, blah. He has wonderful vocals and he can serve that. Like, that's what he did on his album. So I was really proud of that. And what another song I loved on that album? Winnie'd was an all English song that was, it was for fans and it was talking about, like, you know, I want to sing on the stage for you again, which is a cute song. And uh, I liked it. I'm not a ballad girl. I can't really listen to ballads. But I did like it because I, I know he means these things. Because he says these things like all the time. That he just wants to be able to perform on stage and see his fans again. And I really felt that. Best Shot was for black people. I'm sorry. It was a 90s-ish kind of... I can't really describe the like groove of it. It was really good. I was like, wow, 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 wow. And then he did a song called Ain't About You with uh, Kiara, which is, I hope, 
that's how I pronounce her name, her name because it has two eyes in it. But it's like a stage name, Kiara. That's how I pronounce. Ain't about you. Very good. It's a sassy kind of like duet song. Two people are talking about their relationship, about like, you know, she's like, oh, he's egotistical and he's whatever, and then he's like, oh, I hate that bitch. <laughs> Both are. It's such a good duo and it's a good song, and I love the chorus. I know this is one of those songs. I love duet songs where it's sassy and you can be like you can think of someone in your head that you broke up with or you're just kind of like over and you can just it's really easy to groove to and I think anybody would like like it flash he showed flash at his online concert during his last comeback and it was he said he what he it was going to be on that album but it wasn't and it was on this album Flash is, he finally showed off like more of his ability to rap on Flash. It's a really good song. Um, and then they had the English version of Lose, which I do enjoy that he has, he does English versions of his title tracks. And it was just, it has the same meaning. It was really good. Sounds as good as Lose. Um, his outro, I enjoy his outro also. It was really, like, really good. That's all I can say about this damn album that I've just talked about for like six minutes is that it's fucking killer. The next release we're going to talk about is the beautiful, beautiful Chungha's Bicycle. have been through the roof that music video was so beautiful she put out so many looks it was non-stop i love the choreo she goes she's always giving such good like iconic choreos when she does it which i think makes her songs more memorable and i love seeing her perform she's just such a good she's a good dancer and she's a good singer her whole album uh ken sin sia it has so many songs and I haven't had a chance. Uh, 21 songs. But I think there's also like an intro and an outro. Or, yeah, I think there's like an intro, like a, a middle and then like outros and such. So I haven't get, got, I haven't dived into it yet. But I need to dive back into Chungha and like really go through her um, discography. Because she's such a good singer and I know that this is her first studio album. So I think she only had mini albums before. But... I think I need to give her whole album a listen because I really want to dive into like what her sound is and really just go through that a lot. I really like Bicycle again. I love the choreo. I love the song. It's really catchy and really good. And uh, I just love when she releases something. I remember seeing this music video the same day that NCT's uh, Japanese song released. And <laughs> looking at the budget of that music video and then I watched Bicycle and I was like wow like this is what this is what like a real quality music video looks like even if you don't have just an extreme budget which I feel like SM should be giving for every music video not just their Korean title tracks but I digress that even if you can only because of corona you can only just do warehouse like inside soundstage music videos 
there's still so much you can do with set design. You can make beautiful, bright, just insane music videos. And you can do it well, and you can incorporate dancing into these scenes. Even if you have a large group, it doesn't just have to be, you know, they're dancing here, they're dancing there. We're doing cool transit. Like you can you can make a very good soundstage music video. That was my last music review um, in the booth, as I want to say. And if I miss something, I probably there's so many groups that I probably missed who released something. Uh, anytime you can comment um, or leave a review or whatever, or you can tweet me. I have all that in the show notes. But I really do want to open my eyes to more groups or songs you can recommend being like, hey, no, listen to this song. This artist has this song. You don't know they have this, do this, blah, blah, blah. Send those to me. I'll listen to them and I'll talk about them. You know, I I love music, even though I constantly listen to podcasts. I'm trying to start listening to more music consistently rather than podcasts. So, yeah, so if, you, if there's anything you think I missed or you're like, hey, you said you don't know this person's discography, listen to this song. This song is amazing. Such and such, please do that. But next, we're going to go to the next segment. Hey, Dot, what's going on? Hey, Dot, what's going on? Uh, so this next section is going to be called What's Going On, obviously, as we heard Jesse say. But uh, this section, I'm just going to talk about things that are happening in the K-pop scene, world, whatever. I'm going to try to, st- I'm going to stay away from stupid fandom drama. That's not something I really want to be in. I'm only going to talk about things that are just events happening. Whether it's like, uh, I don't know how to say that. Like a new drama with a person coming out. As a drama, like a K-drama with the like a idol coming out. Or just... Things that are happening, but not like stupid fandom things, like two people beefing, you know, like two, oh, NCT and AT's fans are beefing because one person, I'm not doing that because it's stupid and that's not fun. So this was stay two, mostly focusing, talking about things that are happening, but like, not only say news because that sounds dumb, like this is not like mainstream news, but it's still just things that are happening in the community that I want to talk about. First thing I want to talk about was Kingdom. Legendary War, I think is the tagline. Um, I didn't realize that the stream they were going to have for the introductory performances weren't going to be uploaded, so I wasn't stressed. I was like, oh, I can watch that later because people were staying up for it. But they are just not, they're just going to hold on to those, I think, because I couldn't find it anywhere. People were posting like memes about like what you would have seen, but I was so confused. I was like, where can I find this? And someone knows the secret google drive or whatever that people were hiding this video on please tell me because i was looking on youtube i cannot find them anywhere because i wanted to talk about them and i wanted to watch them and i just couldn't find them i think when it kingdom premieres i think in april i'm going to talk about on the podcast and i will talk about you know oh i thought this was great i'm not gonna vote because i don't have the effort to vote and the way they're doing it is like you have to Everyone's talking about who's fan and like how you have to like people are having like ten accounts to vote for so and so and doing blah blah blah. I I don't have the effort for that, you know, because I'm just I I don't hardcore stand any of the groups in Kingdom for me to feel the effort to do so. 
maybe if someone, I think someone's really good, I may be like, okay, I'm going to go on my, you know, who's fan, I might vote. But I don't feel like I will be someone dedicating, you know, all my time to voting for that. But I'm going to watch it and I'm going to talk about it on the pod. Um, I will, now I'm going to talk about just the groups that are going to be on there and what I think of them. B2B, which I, I suppose that's how you're supposed to say it. Um, I don't really know of them. Obviously, I know their group because I've heard people talk about B2B before. Or people being like, oh, this, this person from B2B is blah, blah, doing blah. Like, I heard them in the news before. Not in a, in a bad way, oh, I heard them in the news before. I've just heard of them before. Um, but I don't know any songs by them. Um, Icon, of course, I know Love Scenario. I, I know, oh, I love Love Me. And it's also Killing Me. I thought, oh, those are such good songs. There are probably other songs I'm missing because I listened to whatever album uh, Love Me is on. I listened to that whole album. But that was like in 2019. And I can't really remember the other songs that I loved on there. But I knew I loved that album. So I know they make good songs. I also loved Bobby's You Mad, his solo release. I haven't listened to that album was long. I think it was 16 songs. I have not listened to all 16 songs, even though I... I was going to put time like aside to do so. I just haven't. But I eventually will circle back because You Matt was very good. I was listening to that song. It was so good. Next is SF9. I think that's how you pronounce it. It probably is. I'm making it seem more complicated than it is. But um, I know Rowoon because he was in the Extraordinary... I can't think of what the name of the drama was, but... Because I never, I never watched it because I kept, everyone kept talking about it. And when some people talk about a drama too much, it makes me not want to watch it. It's a stupid thing my brain does because I like watching things, one, when they're all finished. Sometimes I don't like watching K-dramas when they're not finished. And also, I kind of got spoiled for the, like, the whole con, like, so much of the stuff because I used to make a K-drama and, like, C-drama edits. I would get spoiled for so much of you know, plot points of everything that I was like, I know so many sad moments of this drama or so many just different things that happen in this drama because I've seen so many goddamn edits of it. Uh, but I, and also talking about them as a group, let me get away from stupid K-dramas, um, I loved Good Guy. That was such a good song. That was such a good, good, good song. Good Guy was uh, a really, like I was listening to that for a long while, to Good Guy, because it's just a badass song. It's so good. Next, the boys, obviously, since Road to Kingdom, everyone has been obsessed with the boys. I hadn't heard of them that much before Road to Kingdom, but I feel like there has been a big increase in their fan base. Um, a lot of my mutuals on Twitter stand the boys. Obviously, as I said early in the podcast, I have not really listened to their discography, so I don't really. I, I've seen clips of their. Um, Obviously, I've seen Breaking Down, and I've watched the Steeler music video, and I think I watched the uh, Reveal music video. But other than that, I have not really listened to their music. Um, but I, I think they're just, they're capable of doing, obviously, they won Road to Kingdom. I've seen some of their insane stages, or clips of stages, from Road to Kingdom that they, 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 they did. Um, I'm not really biased towards anyone any one of these groups but i would say that you know i'm kind of tied between the boys and 80s and who like i low-key am rooting for but you know i can't say either way but i do like the boys i eventually will get into them 
I don't know if I will stand. If the music is, really, if I listen to the music, and I think it's really good. I probably will stand them because that's like the leading factor. If I really think someone's music was good, I will stand them because I'm like I'm obsessed. But I haven't really dove in yet. Um, so next group is Stray Kids. Um, I think I can't remember how long my standing eighties was. Not eighties. Uh, Stray Kids was. I think it was in twenty nineteen. I think it was m- early mid twenty nineteen. I was a, a uh, stray kid stan. And then the, the fandom, for, to, to me, in my opinion, the fandom was, it was not enough black people. I was just saying, there wasn't enough black people. And when an incident occurred, I felt like I was being like constantly shot on. Like The majority of the fandom was like mad that people were mad and mad that we wanted an apology and just mad just in general. And at that time, I was still in high school, so I was already having to deal with, like, annoying, like, non-ignorant people every day. So, like, having to go online, you just want to have a good time, and you see all these, like, takes that are so just annoying, and I just felt like it was not a good space for me. So, I don't have anything against them as people, per se, even though I don't like some of the stuff they've done. But you can say that about, like, NCT, and I like NCT. So I'm not like, ooh, ew, like, straight kids, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that. I do think their music is good, because I used to listen to their music. I'm not going to lie and say I don't enjoy their music. Um, I feel like they have a unique style of noise. And I don't mean noise in a bad way. When I say noise, it's usually good noise. I loved some of their songs. Like, they make they can make good music, and they're good at performing. So I think they'll do well on Kingdom. They have, like, so much potential, and I I'm excited to see them on Kingdom. Um, next is ATs. ATs, I've listened to quite a bit of their music. I love a lot of their title tracks. Uh, my favorite might be Say My Name. I think that might be my favorite. Ugh, I love the members. I love so many of the members. I'm just, I don't stand them. I kind of do because I see the members. I know all their names and I know their songs, but I haven't really dove into their discography. It hasn't like hooked me the way I need it to for me to stand somebody. But uh, I really like them. I think they're great performance performers. They bring such people like talk about they overact or whatever. No, you guys are just you're just something boring. Like who are you standing that you get mad that they're acting? They're giving they're give, they're serving you everything. They're not just giving you choreo. They're serving you face. They're serving you outfits. They have a great stylist, and they make such they have such a unique sound to them that you listen to an eighties title track. You know it's eighties title track, and I love when groups have that. You know that like mark distinctive mark on all their title tracks you know so i hear a song and i'm like yeah i hear that certain they do like a certain like uh uh, audio tune thing like especially in their raps i hear a lot but it just adds something to me be like i know this at song just because the production i know this at song and i'm excited i like it uh so yeah that's my thoughts on kingdom uh if if you stand in any of these groups I mentioned and you're like, hey, like, no, listen to this song, watch this video, you'll really see how good they are, then send them my way. I will watch them and I'll talk about it. I don't know if I'm going to talk about it on next week's episode because I don't know if we're going to get any kingdom updates. But if you guys send me videos, I will watch some and I'll tell you what I think about the groups more. I don't know. So we're going to go to the next topic. The next thing we're going to talk about is kind of like on a more like sad note, which is the amount of bullying scandals that have happened for the last week and a half 
I'm not going to like go through and talk about like, ooh, let me go through and name every idol that had a like a scandal this week because so many of them are unresolved or you know people have been like yeah or people the person or the victim per said victim has come out and been like yeah i lied lol or they, they have to take down the post and they have to apologize so i'm not going to go through every single person and like point fingers when i obviously don't know what's going on i cannot read these korean articles and translate them and then people who do translate them it's hard to be like to know something is 100% sure you know it's really hard for you to know because one minute everyone can say oh blah, blah blah this idol did this right and then the next minute we get like a statement from your company like no we're suing because that's not true you know so i don't want to you know come on here and just list everyone's name of every idol when i obviously cannot know the full story and read everything about all these idols you know and also it's just bad because i feel bad for idols who are innocent and then their company makes a statement and they're like yeah we'll sue this person because then people might not see the the person taking it down and apologizing for lying you know they're only going to see the first headline which xyz idol exposed on panchoa for being a bully when they were 10 and then people run with that and they do not read anything else so then and also it frustrates me because where where do we get our information from you know as non-korean speakers you know we can get it from awful sources like panchoa and netizen buzz which are both just someone taking screenshots and translations from a post on a form site. And people will see this stuff and they think, oh, that's fact. When it's not, people are just saying their opinions in the comments. And people, this person is translating articles they want to translate, which is their right. Because obviously, as non-Korean speakers, we can't, we can't like, dis- like see what is, else is being said because we, we can't read Korean. But and there used to be Omez, which sh- that was just drama and stupid stuff i'm glad that count is gone but now we use places like balloon wanted which i think is better because they don't post they'll post both you know they'll post the first story and they they do like articles and then they'll do you know they'll say if someone is like oh they'll say post the next article you know if the article's like oh this so-and-so is innocent they'll post that you know, or the statement, they'll post it immediately, so you don't, like, I don't feel like they have a bias towards anything, they're not trying to, like, just start, starting to try to start drama, if that makes sense, um, but also in this, there is the actress from the drama who, uh, Hun from NCT is going to be in, which is really frustrating, because, which also is the reason I want to talk about this, because I, I felt bad for her, Park Hae-soo, I was like, when we first thought it was just rumors and it was lying because she's like i think her company denied it i felt bad for her i was like oh like her career is about to be ruined because someone's lying or her name but then more and more people came out and it was revealed that there was like when she was years ago when she was actress people were saying the same thing so these people who are victims and her company has kept trying to hide it now she's on this big show she's being exposed again and you know, I was really excited to see Jae Hun act, but you know, I don't need to see this sh- like show that bad. You know, he worked hard, and I feel bad, but also, like, I don't want to see someone who assaulted a girl, 
you know, bullied her so bad on TV. Because I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. No, what, what viewers are going to enjoy that? You're going to feel guilty because she's getting her face out there. And, like, it's, I feel bad for the staff as well. The writer, everyone who has worked on the show. Because not all their hard work is being flushed down the drain. And, you know, people are saying, like, oh, they're not going to, like, not air it. I guess we'll find out. I think it was supposed to air today or this weekend. I'm not sure what the exact air date was. But, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to see it. And I think the most important thing here is that it's important to hear the victim out. And not, but at the same time, we cannot all jump to conclusions because there's always a, there's a 50-50 chance every single time that someone is lying. But instead of, if you can, if it's something you can easily prove is wrong, like sometimes people are like, okay, that, per- that idol wasn't even school- in school then, you know, or that, per- that idol didn't go to the school you're talking about or, you know, how would if they point out obvious lies in someone's story? Of course, be like, I don't believe this person. But if the if everything's lining up in their story, and you cannot prove that the story is false, shut the hell up and wait for a statement of clarification. Because if a company can, they will drag it. They will be like, no, we have proof. And I think that from Monster Eggs, Kihan. That's what their his company did. Starship was like, yeah, no. They got statements from his school. They got all this stuff, like of the teachers and staff saying, no, he wasn't a bully. So you have to, you should wait for things like that of the company being like, no, we have proof that this person was not a bully, and this person is exaggerating or lying, you know. And but it's still important to hear the story, have that in your mind, and be like, okay, there's a chance that this person I like and I like the music of, might not be the person I thought they were. But also, don't, if you hear, it's it's not usually the fandom that does this, but it's other people who jump on the accusation and start being like, ha, 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 ha. When you, they should, because it doesn't matter to them, but don't automatically defend the person, being like, they could never, blah, 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 if you don't have proof that they could never. Because you don't know, you didn't know them when they were 10. You know them when we were 15. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about this um, next topic. I want to talk about the dating scandal from Dispatch. I'm not going to talk about, you know, ooh, are they dating, blah, 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 because there's a lot of things that will be wrong with that, and it's just strange to me. I don't like it, but honestly, that's none of my business. Um, I hate Dispatch. I hate them. They are they like to use idols to post their pretty pictures, but as soon as they can, they will expose them. You know how they can expose them? Because they stalk them. Whether it's them, I don't know if there's it's their personal staff that they have stalking idols every minute of every day, or if they have just independent contractors that will be like, Hey, I have these pictures of XYZ Idol and they're doing they're out having a walk. And then they make an article and they expose their private life to everybody. And it makes me sick. I don't know why they do it. I don't know what money do they get. I guess they get clicks from doing this. And people might buy their photos to... I don't even know. But the fact that they're known for doing this... And the only way they're able to do it is because they stalk idols everywhere they go, waiting and waiting for them to do something wrong. But not even wrong. They're not doing anything wrong. They're just dating. They're dating each other. 
and dispatch is like, yeah, we have photos, these two are dating, and they don't do it to, you know, expose the truth. They don't do anything good. They just expose people's private lives because they can. You know, they did that for the, when um, the 97 line was out, um, in Itawan, Itawan or whatever, they, they ex- like, exposed them then, uh, and they do stuff like this, and then they're like, oh, you guys, you come take pictures with us, we'll post some pictures of you guys, and they just, it's just awful to me, I don't know what the hell they're doing, I don't understand why companies work with them, they remind me of just stalkers, they're just stalkers, trying to just be bad, I don't know, it's so sick to me. And obviously, I reacted to it. Everyone reacts to the... Like, you can't help but react to the news. But... Because everyone talks about it. And everyone makes jokes, obviously. Because, like, what else can you do? And, you know... But, like, do your best to not click on the articles. I don't click on shit. I'm not clicking a dispatch article. I'm not clicking a Panchoa link. I'm not looking at that shit. Because... It's just, you're just giving the money to, that funds whatever they're doing, you know? I, that's why I liked when there was, it was like not News and Buzz and not Panchella. So you wouldn't have to click on the stupid person's links. And you can read the story. Someone's, like, sometimes the art, like the titles will be so inflammatory. And you would want to click to see what people are saying about what the title says. And then the comments are like, blah. Or just people's stupid opinions. So not Panchel and not Nils Buzz would take a picture, like screen cap the whole thing, so you wouldn't have to click their stupid links, but not Nils and Buzz and not Panchel both got taken down. So now, I can't see any of that shit. And I'll live with that, because I honestly, it's exhausting, because it's just, you see people's dumb opinions. Why do I want to see what people in Korea think about Trump? Why do I want to see what random people think about Oh, this woman has the best body in K-pop. Gross men online. Ugh. No. So, yeah. the next We'll talk about the next topic. It's time for something lighter and fun, which we're going to talk about. Comebacks that are coming up soon. A lot of these are in March. There's going to be a lot of comebacks in March. First, we're going to talk about Weekly, which is three E's, but I think it's been out weekly. And they have had really cute songs. I liked uh, Tag Me a lot. I like Tag Me more when I read the lyrics of Tag Me because it's kind of like, it's a really, I like sassy songs, I already said this. I like sassy songs and they're like, oh, you're you're always looking at me. You're always checking what I'm doing and trying to do the same. Just like, you know, tag me. If you're going to talk about me, tag me in the conversation. Even if that's not the exact, you know, what they're saying, that's my interpretation because a lot of the lyrics are like, yeah, you're, you're always scrolling, you're always looking at me, like you see me on the gram, blah, blah, blah. Tag me, bitch love love that they're having a their third mini album we play comes on on march 17th well i will be checking it out weekly you know you guys are cute girls um i really got i only saw a lot of their i was checked for them because uh the i can't think of the member's name she likes luna so when they were on the show that eve was on she hosts I saw her. It was a cute interaction. I really wanted to listen to, you know, their music and see what they were about. So I really checked them out. I'm going to keep checking them out, you know, give them those views. And yeah, we play on March 17th. Next is 
wavy, which they they announced a comeback out of nowhere. It's the third million album, Kickback, which is on coming out on March 10th. Um, pre-orders were already open, and I was like, like they were announced, like they posted the picture of the album cover, and then we're all like, what the, what the heck already? I don't know what's really going on right now because uh, members Lucas and Winwin are flying to Beijing right now. Or they've already, I think they're already there. They have to do a 17, not 17, 14 day uh, quarantine. I can't believe I forgot the word quarantine. They have to do quarantine for 14 days. They're not going to be here for this comeback. Obviously, we're still going to do a music video in the album. Which I think they said is six songs. But I guess they're not going to promote it. And I was already annoyed because I, I just want them all to go back and promote in China. Because their fans... Their Chinese fans are getting upset that they're never in China and they're never being promoted in China because they're C-pop. And everyone's like, so you guys are not going to promote your C-pop group in China? Like, what's going on? And at first I understood because of quarantine. And, like, they're like, they want them to fly to China, blah, blah, blah. And also they were doing other stuff here for two members, uh, Lucas and Tin are in Super M. So they wanted them to promote super and stuff and they couldn't do that if they were quarantined they were in china blah blah blah. but i think sm needs to put their chinese fans like wants more than what they're doing with like other international fans or korean fans if like i actually understand them doing i will understand if they're doing stuff that was like heavily focusing and promoting to their chinese fans because they're trying to be a c-pop group and they don't promote in China enough. And if me, like an international fan, can see that, I don't, like, how can they not see that, you know? So, yeah, I'm going to check it out, of course, because I love Wavy. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy the album yet. It depends on my, you know, how my photo cards sell on Depop. <laughs> but um, I will be checking out. They put out a lot of good music. I love their sound for the title tracks. It always has this undertone of rock in there. And a wonderful dance break. That's what they're like. It's so good. So I'm excited for that. Um, IU released a teaser for her next album. I think it's. I can't really tell what it is. It's B Y L A C. Black, by Black. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Uh, it's her fifth album. It's coming out in March. I don't think she gave exact date yet. I think it was just like a teaser image. Uh, I think it was. I remember it being really pretty. So uh. Good luck, IU, of course. She's a master on the charts. She's a master soloist. And I like her as an actress as well. And she just put out... She put out Celebrity before, which I liked. And now she's putting out uh, whatever her title song is going to be. But I'm excited for that. Uh, Jessie's having a comeback. The same day as Weekly's comeback. Which is the 17th of March. Of uh, I, I like Jessie more as a person. Or not as a person. I like her as a variety entertainer more than I have enjoyed her music. I watch her YouTube channel that she do, is a host on. And I really like her on there. I like her when she does interviews. Or I just, I feel like she's funny and she can give a good interview. And she's she's just different than like usually interviews are. And she's really funny and she says what she thinks. So I like that. I hope I like her song more than I like Nuna Na Na. I didn't really like Nuna Na Na, but it was a hit for her. But I was like, w- what's going on here? I did like her song, 
down that was her song about her i will still bop to and i don't i'm just gonna do that you know unabashedly it's a it's, it's a banger last but not least uh 80s are having two comebacks first they're having their japanese album in two a to z on march 14th and they're having a comeback march 6th with at zero fever part two i saw the teasers for this and um losing my mind i literally was like mm, mental illness because they look so good Ugh, all their albums their styling for albums is always so good and like unique and i'm really excited what they're gonna do with this album i have no worries that it's not gonna be good i don't think i've ever heard any of their if they've had a japanese album before i haven't heard it or heard any of the the um comeback songs for it i don't know if this is their first one or not but i am excited so who are you guys most excited for? Am I missing somebody? You know, tell me. You know. It's now time for the wrap-up. Uh, I want this podcast to be something where it's fun to listen to. And you can hear about, you know, different artists. And you can hear about different songs. It might make you check them out. Uh, I want this to be kind of... Well, we're going to talk about, like, bad things that happen in the community, like, as I did earlier. But I want to make this a positive place, you know, where everyone can listen, hear different songs, think about, oh, like, ooh, Baba Law's having a comeback. I didn't know that. Hear information and, you know, hear a different take to what they think. I also want this to be a, you know, a discussion. I want to have another, you know, segment in this podcast where I I make polls and I talk about the results of the polls or have people, you know, send in something they, they're thought or their question and they have me comment on it you know so it can be more of a conversation than me just saying my opinions alone and not hearing anyone else's talk about the beginning that i wanted to have other guests on this podcast which i'm really opening uh, open to obviously uh i think i have a google form i have two google forms i have one google form for like questions and opinions and then i have one google form if you want to be a guest now me deciding you're a guest i will look at your it's probably I most likely choose people who have a Twitter. I'll look at your Twitter. I'll probably look at your card. Make sure you're not a weirdo. I'll probably DM you to make sure you're a normal person before. Because we're going to have to have a conversation on a podcast. And if you're a weirdo, that's not possible. Um, or if you're just you're too young, because I'm 20. I'm not going to talk to like a 15-year-old about K-pop. Which seems weird, but also I just... I, I don't know. It's just uncomfortable for me. Um, but yeah, you can still fill out the, um, Google form for either. Uh, it'll probably be through Zoom because that's the easiest way to record something where two people's audios on it and I can just upload it. I can edit and then upload it. Uh, also I, for when Kingdom airs, I really want to have fans of the groups that are on Kingdom talk about it. So that's it for episode one of Rhythm and Soul. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There will be another one next week, same day. I'm not really sure when this podcast is going to be uploaded. I think maybe Monday. So it'll be a Monday's thing. Uh, I don't. It's, I hope this is every Monday. I'm going to try my best because I am still in college. But thank you for listening.